Welcome to TerryWilson3.com. Home of TW3. Are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. Here's your host, Regan Wilson. Hey, everybody. This is the TW3 podcast. You are listening to episode 516. Uh, today's idea, or at least our... It's 517. Our, 517. We literally <laughs> talked about it beforehand, too. Yeah. So it's 517. We're talking about ways that you can become a content creator, different ideas or different strategies you can take to, you know, putting content out there sort of like uh, Terry does here at the studio. Yeah. Uh, you know... It's one of those things when you tell people you need to be blogging, you need to have some sort of social media presence, you know, all of that is putting a demand on you to create mm. um, specifically content or well, no matter what format. Uh, obviously, I'm not a writer. Uh, I get in trouble when I try to uh, write too much because of my proclivities for. You're just not grammatical. You are a writer. We're similar in that we like words. We like I like words like and all that. I love thought. I so love. You are idea. a writer, but yeah, it's, it's you're just, just not grammatical. <laughs> I'm not disciplined. Sure, that's the problem. I'm not disciplined to take the time and proof it, mm. and and more importantly, and I don't know if I've got such a spelling issue as I just got a uh, you got a typo issue. typo issue, and I just won't stop. And uh, I blame your Mac. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it is, uh, you know, to to get your brand out there, uh, I cannot advocate uh, another strategy more than creating content because it does multiple things. It to me, it doesn't make you a salesy. Mm. It makes you more of a brand mm. and, instead of just being out there pitching all the time, pitching all the time. Hey, try this peel through a lotion or potion or try this new insurance or try, you know, if you're looking for a home, you know, or, you know, if you need legal services, uh, I, a friend of mine that we graduated together, he's a, a great attorney, an absolutely incredible attorney. Uh, he's won awards uh, local here. I noticed on a lot of his social media channels, but specifically LinkedIn, He's putting out a ton of just free advice and content. Mm. And I said, that is just brilliant because anytime someone needs uh, an attorney for specific things in areas that he's good at and mm. what he does, well, who are you going to think about? Mm. I, we talked about it a little bit on the training last night for the ELT members uh, or not last night. It would have been last Wednesday. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long week. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, no. So when we had the training, uh, one of the things that you had mentioned, which is good is a better sales approach for most people is just being genuine. Yeah. Um, just be a human. Yeah. People can pick up on the fact that, you know, you're trying to sell them something at least most of the time. I know sure. I can, if somebody's talking, well, about obviously it. we are, but yeah, the, the, the give and take is, but more importantly, we want to earn the right to sell you something. Right. And when you're creating content, all you're doing is adding validity to you know, what you do, if you're a lawyer or if you're, you know, like us in the recruiting space, whatever it is, if you're spending that time making content going, this is also not just what I do for a living, but this is what I enjoy. This is what I study. This is what I'm passionate about. People care. People, People go, care. He, he likes that. You know, he, he understands that they trust you build that trust. So, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing, I think a, a big pushback that I get from a lot of people, well, not a pushback, but uh, a hesitancy, what causes them to just sort of, you know, think about it and really uh, not go full force uh, with creating content is they're scared. Well, what will people think? 
Mm-hmm. You know, what if people don't like me? What if, you know, it comes across as, you know, whatever, you know, because uh, I'll talk to people a lot about podcasting because I love podcasting. I love creating videos like we do mm-hmm. because I think it's just so powerful. Number one, you get a lot uh, and people don't get this. It, print is great. Love print. But when you can hear the actual voice of the author, mm-hmm. there's sub, something on a subconscious level that you're either going to really become attracted to that person mm-hmm. uh, or you're going to say, eh, they're not my vibe. Mm-hmm. But I love it because it really does attract your best audience to you. Yeah. What, what piece of advice would you give for people that are a little bit worried about, oh, well, what if people don't like what I'm saying? Or, or what if they have a different opinion uh, uh, than what I have on, on these areas? Well, I think, honestly, you need to reframe it in your mind as not a personal rejection, mm. but a business utility that is serving you. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if someone buys a product, good or service from me, mm-hmm. and not because I'm trying to, but they come in under false pretense. Mm-hmm. In other words, their expectations are this. They feel like I am going to provide this, not because of something I said, just because of a, a feeling they get, uh, because of what they read into a piece of content or something, I find that if I'm if I'm just if I'm just a big of a butthole on the front end as I would be on the back end, then people know what they're getting. And and yeah. I, I'm polite, but I am also you know definitive on this is what I do, this is what I don't do. Mm. I'm telling you on the front end. So if you're thinking on the back end, it's going to change. You know. If, if I'm telling you this before you gave me money, <laughs> yeah. what do you think I'm going to do after? You know, and so, and I don't mean to be so blunt, yep. but it's just business, you know, and so many times, especially in the space that we operate where um, people, their minds, and it's in any business, but people's coming from all these different backgrounds, all these different experiences. One word or phrase means one thing to one person, it means something completely different to another person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you create content and you're constantly creating content, what happens is whether you like it or not, your attitude towards certain things starts seeping out. Yep. And people pick up on it. Mm-hmm. And that's either going to be a, a magnet to you or a magnet that pushes, you know, it's either going to push or pull. And this is piggybacking off what you're saying. But the other thing is too, when you're being genuine, you're being yourself, you're talking about the topics you like or whatever it is, when people are starting to pick up on, you know, what uh, your, your feelings about a certain topic, or maybe they just disagree with, you know, an idea that you hold. Yeah. It's in the real world, we walk around and we wouldn't, you don't want to be friends with everybody. At least no. I, I know there's certain personality types. It's not do. healthy to but to be healthy, exactly, you yeah. can't be friends with everybody. There's certain people that after having a conversation with them, you have to be, and it's okay to realize, yeah. I don't like this person. I don't like the ideas you hold. I don't, and even if it's from them to you or you to them, that's okay. It's okay to have that separation, that knowledge. In a business sense, it's perfect for you. Yes. As long as you're being honest, the, the real slippery slope, I think, would be to start putting content out there that you don't necessarily agree with, but putting up this image. Yeah, there's a lot of topics I would never get up and talk about, especially passionately, because I don't know about it. And if I start acting like I have some knowledge on it, the people that have the knowledge, the people that can discern what I'm saying from what's true, what's not, 
you're you're gonna come out as a, a charlatan, as a fake. Well, a yeah, because the polite way, I guess, to say it is your your branding is incongruent. You're lying. That's yeah. not you. It's yeah. just not you. You're putting on this, and that's why you know we get this pushback from some uh, and have over the years. Uh, you know, I might be a little too down home. I might be a little just too raw. I might be, but at the end of the day, that's who I am. Yeah. You know, and so. Well, we've gotten comments as well that because we, especially just in the family setting, because this is a little bit of a family podcast. Yeah, if you guys is. haven't picked up on that. Yeah, yeah. It's our sense of humor. We've gotten a lot of praise and rightfully <laughs> so, we've gotten some backlash and that both are okay. <laughs> and both are okay. But the thing is, and I know for us in a personal setting, when we walk around and we make a joke to somebody or we're taking things kind of lightly, even if it's a heavy topic, the way we deal with a lot of stuff is you got to have a sense of humor because that's how life is. It's just you're either going to laugh or cry about it. When we come across people that don't <laughs> laugh and they take it super seriously and they kind of get butt hurt, I know our personal instinct is like, dude, we're not going to be good friends. We, we're not for you. Like, <laughs> I, we're just, we operate differently. Yeah, we're not your is, vibe. We're staying true though. Yeah. You know, nothing we do here is different when we leave this room. We're the same people. Absolutely. And that's why we've attracted the audience that we have. I think so too. And I think it's served us well. And so if you're out there and you're a business owner, it really doesn't matter what kind of business you're in whether you want to be an online uh, business coach like this, or you want to be a restaurant owner or a lawyer or a doctor, I'm telling you the best thing that you can do for your brand and for your brand awareness and to attract clients that you actually enjoy and want to work with um, is uh, put your brand out there. Just put it out there, and I'm telling you, it will serve you so well. So if you've got some sort of hesitancy or, you know, this whole thing of, you know, I don't want to get too raw, too real, too exposed because I am I know I've got a strong – and you could have the most – you could have the most strong, awkward, repelling type of personality there is, but I'm telling you, there are going to There's be – There's an people, audience for it. There is an audience for every personality type. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine that's no longer in the restaurant business, but uh, you know him. He used to have a, a, a restaurant on Main Street right beside us. And uh, for years, people would ask him why he got so political on things, because he was he was one of those you knew where he stood. Uh, <laughs> he put cardboard cutouts of candidates at the time. Uh, holding up a chain with someone else like they were being uh, arrested. No, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was just... You can, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a popular phrase around 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About there. locking something or so doing so, <laughs> something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone. And so, I, you know. But uh, I know he got tremendous tremendous pushback and hate on social media mm -hmm. uh, locally in the community because quite frankly even if that particular ideology wasn't 40 percent of the representation that was a strong loud vocal mm -hmm. and he was actually in a part of the community that that population would live more because of the you know just the where it was at yeah he didn't care and the more yeah. people hated on him and the more flack he got, the more emboldened mm -hmm. his particular uh, side got. And they were, the, the, I know people that were, that ate there for lunch five days a week to support, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> so controversy uh, can be, uh, you know, I'm, that's not my vibe because I, 
fighting and arguing and fussing over things emotionally wears me down and puts me in a headspace that I'm not as productive. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make that the way I feel about certain issues and topics. I'm any less passionate. I'm very passionate about those things. And, and, and I try to study them out. I try to put myself in areas that it's being challenged, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, I just, that's one area I just don't want to fight about. Mm -hmm. I just, it just wears on me. That's not saying it's wrong Mm -hmm. for others. Cause I, I know one of our points is going to be about that. But I pick areas that I can have fun with and not areas that, uh, you know, just uh, cause uh, me to get in the wrong head space. Yeah. I, and you do, a, you do a good job as well of just speaking to what you know. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm not going to just study every, I'm not going to what that Bill Burr bit was. I'm going to go out to imright.com and get all my talking points and then come back. It's, you know, it's, it's boring to me now. Yeah, I think. I think at the start of social media, it was really cool to be like, here are all my opinions, here's everything I believe. I've thought, but at this point, shut up. Yeah, like, if you're not going, you know, maybe I don't know everything and I can just, uh, at least this is how I felt, and I'm sure other people feel differently, but like, I get those reminders from Facebook. I hate that they have it. It's those reminders of like things you post in the past. And yeah. it'll give you a reminder, even though it's not even like controversial takes or politics or anything, just a regular post. Well, it's like a snapshot of your life. Saying, it's like, man, I thought that at one point, or that's how I would have communicated that. Like you're always growing. So part well, of hopefully, it, hopefully. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so a good, like a good caveat when you're doing all that is if you can, sp- there, there are certain opinions that I've had for years, LeBron, <laughs> and I can still like have a good conversation about it or just joke around with people about it. Cause it's like. It's something I know. It's something that's fun. You know, it's, it's, well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the thing. If, if I'm going to get in tug of wars and fuss, I don't mind fighting over LeBron. I don't mind fighting over who's the greatest band of all time. I don't mind fighting over sports, but when it comes to politics and religion, it is just so close to the core of who Mm -hmm. a person is because that's their identity. The only person I debate, like genuinely debate that stuff with is you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, because and like, we've even talked about starting a podcast, just mm-hmm. us talking like we normally do, right? Because there's they the get it away from business, exactly. And all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, well, guys, when we get back uh, right after this, well, well, what happened there? You press buttons. I press buttons. <laughs> I can't, why am I doing that? When we get back, we're going to uh, open up. There's 16 uh, ways I think you can generate stellar content. And these 16 uh, ways of creating content, I think, is really going to help you. Uh, But before we get to the break, I want to remind you, April 30th, Reagan and I are in Orlando, Florida. May 18th, we're in Spartanburg, South Carolina. June 11th, we're in Houston, Texas. September 13th, we're in in San Antonio, Texas. So if you want to come out and come to one of these conferences, you're going to get over $5,000 in value for only 100 bucks try out see how it works for your business meet us get trained everything you need to take your money business and life next level is going to be right there uh there to help you and we're there to help you with our host in that city and uh we hope we can see you we'll be back right after this some reviews of members who are using the brand new TW3 app. Well, you, you kind of outdid yourself on this uh, application. Man, there are some nice bells and whistles in here. I mean, it's, it's, this thing is able to do and function in ways that combine 
a number of different applications together and seamlessly communicate. It's integrated. If you look at my app, you'll say, here's an example of somebody that just got in here and started playing around. <laughs> no, no, it's fun, man. It is It is a fantastic application. You know, the funnels, the tracking system, you know, the opportunity, the CRM is all, I love it. It's beautiful. And, and once, you know, it just takes some time. And then once you do it over and over again, it becomes easier, you know, so... The more time you spend working at it, the, the easier it gets. To harness the power of the new DW3 app, go to terrywilson3.com today or call, text, or email your authorized CW3 member. Chapter 1. The four words that changed everything. Another day another dollar. I just clocked in and was super excited. I finally felt like an adult. For the first time in my life, I was working for someone that wasn't a family member. Hi, I'm Haven and Tara Wilson's my dad. And the reason why I think I like this is it teaches me not only to like earn money and work when I get older, how to earn it. It also teaches me how my dad used to live in the past, what he did, what was his first job. like. The reason why he came into this podcast speakers. So that's why I think I like his podcast and this audiobook. Get the audio version of You Are Worth More at coachwithtw3.com. That's coachwithtw3.com. Get the first two chapters for free. We are back from the break. And just to remind you again, that's April 30th. Reagan and I is in Orlando, Florida. May 18th, we're in Spartanburg, South Carolina. June 11th, we're in Houston, Texas. September 13th, we're in San Antonio, Texas. And we've got other cities and other dates that's coming out. To check out when we're going to be in your area, go over to terrywilson3.com. Just click on the 2022 uh, Business Growth Conference there uh, tab, and you'll see where we're going to be. But listen, Reagan. They're getting $5,000 in value. They're getting a CRM, a whole marketing system and platform. They're getting leads loaded up. They're having a one-day intensive training on how to use uh, these tools for their specific industry. Mm -hmm. And then they get to take all of that knowledge and all that intensive training and all those tools and the leads that we've already loaded up for them. And they get to use it after we leave for a period, a trial period, just to prove to them. You need this. Yep. You will want this. Yep. And uh, we're even going to be making some attractive offers there at the conference uh, to help them uh, get going if they want to. So 16 ways to create stellar, stellar content. Now, I'm not a I, I don't know this platform as well as you and River and the young ones, uh, the younger generation does. But first one is finding trending topics on Reddit. Mm. So for those old fuddy-duddies like me, explain what is Reddit? How does it work? How do you use it? Um, Reddit is a site from 2011, I think, is when it was launched. It might be a little bit earlier. Uh, essentially, it's a it's a forum. 
If, yeah. if you're familiar with like older forums in the early 2000s, it's pretty much that. It's very rudimentary as far as its layout and look. It looks a lot like Craigslist to me. It does. They've, <laughs> they've updated it a little bit. Um, it's actually now you can you know pick cards and look at pictures and stuff. It's pretty cool. But essentially the whole idea is everybody's got an interest in something. What if you could you know come around and build a community based on these specific topics and then people could share their articles, videos, memes, whatever it is about that certain topic. Um, you can find anything from, you know, a keto diet to cross country running to video games to a very specific video game to music to a band, literally just about any topic you can think of. Yeah. Probably a subreddit for it. Yeah. Um, part of that, though, is they filter it similar to how Facebook and Twitter would. And they go, what's popular? What's the most upvoted? Thing? So it bumps up. So whatever's trending there mm-hmm. is going to be what's right. People are thinking about. And so you could imagine. um, I don't remember the date, but the day after the Oscars with the Will Smith thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely <laughs> top of the post in like five or six different subreddits, you know? Yeah. Um, and a subreddit is like a, a category. Right. It's like a category or it's a specific space on Reddit. So, so there might be a sports, mm-hmm. business. So think of it this way, where you go to Facebook, right? Yeah. And you can follow a page. Yeah. Like, let's say you follow uh, Chef Boyardee. Yeah. And they, they post their stuff, right? Well, on Reddit, you could go to Chef Boyardee, the subreddit. But what you're probably going to get is just the content from the people posting about Chef Boyardee. So they'll post the articles. That, so it's really more about community building. It's Got not you. so much of the top down level, more of the bottom up. Bottom up. Yeah. Okay. So it would make a great uh, metric to go by as far as what people are thinking about talking about. So when oh, you want to create content... You could, you could just be reacting to this and then putting it in the context of your business. Absolutely. There's a lot of great, I mean, granted, you know, everything with a grain of salt and also, you know, pay attention to the optics because every site that you go to is going to have a leaning. And I can tell you now, you know, Reddit, it's a younger community. Everybody leans left. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there a <laughs> social media out there that does lean right? I think, Trump, all... I think Trump's trying to build it. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but for this one in particular, it's, it's a little bit more like Twitter. So if you're coming in there for, you know, if um, the info you're wanting is maybe politics, just, yeah. just be just, wary that like, hey, it all most of these people lean very, very left. So yeah. that's, but. Uh, and it doesn't seem very business friendly. The ones, it seems like um, they're not going to be pro entrepreneurs. So for my entrepreneurs out there, I'm. I would use it like this just to see what's in that zeitgeist, the mindset of everybody. Yes. Yeah. And then I would take that and extrapolate my own spin on something. I wouldn't say it's anti-business because it's a cool thing about Reddit. If the popular trending topics of Reddit would be, you know, something that's anti-real estate. Well, I guarantee you can go to the real estate subreddit with its 20,000, 30,000 members and they're going to be real estate agents that okay. don't care about how the popular. So it's not, going. it's not so. Yeah. If okay. you can find your field and a lot of times you can find some really good knowledge from people in the field, you know, recently went to go do a thing that's very out of my comfort zone. I had to do a little bit of a shadowing in, in yeah. a field that I'm not comfortable with. Don't know right. anything about it. I was able to visit the subreddit and find a lot of really good questions on like what I should be asking and a lot of dumb questions that I shouldn't be asking that I wouldn't even think of like, Oh yeah, I probably, you know, shouldn't be asking this because right. it's a waste of their time. Right. And so, it's a good way to, you know, vary your gauge. Yeah. And a good activity for you guys that make this, let's drill this down just to more a practical, actionable thing that you can do. Uh, Reagan just brought up, um, you know, the um, Oscars slap. Sure. That happened over a week ago now, almost mm-hmm. two weeks ago, and it's still being talked about. Well, how would I, as a business owner, 
uh, use that. So here's here's what I would do. I would talk about uh, your brand being lost with one slap. And I would go right into branding yourself, understanding who you are, understanding how your audience perceives you, and staying congruent with the brand you built. Mm. And then I would spin off of how he just ruined his brand in just a moment of less than a minute. He took years of all the things he built, and now you will never for the rest of your life be able to Google Will Smith without seeing that meme. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what, you know, Everything that happened prior, the music, the, the the building of that show and all of this stuff that he's done. And, you know, it looks like, you know, there's disciplinary things that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Not the point. Right. One minute threw away a lifetime of building a brand. Yep. And so that's how I would spin it. If I was my buddy there as an attorney, well, boom, mm-hmm. here's all the things you can talk about at the law and what it does and how it's applicable and, mm-hmm. and why, you know, he could even get into, you know, is this privileged because an average person, this is what the state law here would have done regardless of who you are. And mm-hmm. is it being applied? You know, there's all kinds of ways that that could go into. I, I could think of mm-hmm. all kinds. If you're a dentist, yep, you know. Has your teeth been slapped around? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? But you could just, so when you guys hear us talk about, you could go over to see what, there is a way to frame just about every. And the example we're using is something that everybody was talking about. So, you know, that's that's a good way to get the large clicks, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody kind of knows about the Will Smith thing. Right. But another good thing that you can use Reddit or some other sites, you know, but Reddit uh, is what we're talking about. You can go to those subreddits and you can see what's popular now in those specific subreddits. And so while Will Smith may be popular around the world because he smacked somebody, which was very funny. And if you didn't think it was funny, you're silly. <laughs> it was hilarious. I mean, come on. It's hilarious. Uh, but if I if we were in dentistry, if we were in real estate, you know, keto, let's take keto for an example. I can go to the keto subreddit. I can see the top post for this week. Oh, we're talking about a new article uh, posted by the you know medical journal talking about side effects for long-term keto when it comes to this or right. the positive benefits from it. So you can find those trending topics in the field that you're already speaking about. You know, right. To borrow from you and Cliff Ravenscraft, uh, Chris, Chris Ravenscraft. Cliff. Cliff. Ravenscraft. Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling. <laughs> Sorry, Cliff. It's, it's been a long day. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, but yeah, you, you can stay in your lane. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It helps you stay in your lane. Well, number two, look for easy topics with SEO potential. Look for easy topics with SEO potential. Now, SEO, for those that are new to online marketing and all of that, is search engine optimization. And there's one, there's two words you can put just about in front of any sentence, and it will help your SEO. How to. Fill in the blank. Mm. You know, that's, that is a big one that you can, because Google, people are always searching for how to mm. and then boom so be thinking of that that's a great way and then in topics you know of course you can use social media as a metric to see what topics are out there is hot uh, what you could do if i'm in a particular industry or space you know how to alleviate this toothache or mm. how to alleviate this or how to whatever product good or service that my product s- solves whatever mm. problem my product good or service solves i should say then i've got to think like the consumer mm. you know in our space we we're helping people 
that are in brick and mortar business to add, you know, remote components to their business. We're showing them how to use a lot of online and text and email and voice marketing to drive traffic to their traditional businesses. So, uh, you know, I'm in the headspace of business owners. And what is a business owner? How to get uh, how to get cheap leads, how to you know, uh, generate more traffic to my store, how to retain more business, how, you know, all of these things that I'm going to, so I'm going to be thinking in that space and I'm going to be using keywords Mm. that a business owner would use. I saw a really good one for this exact example uh, yesterday and it was too, um, I wish I could remember their channel because it was really smart, but it's a very small podcast and they release these YouTube clips are about three or four minutes long, but they're doing uh, referral marketing. Yeah. But their little podcast is how to work from home, make $19 an hour. And every week they upload one and they've only got to think, uh, I think they just got like 30,000 subscribers. Like it's very new. Right. Like people right. are just now kind of catching on. But all they were doing was putting their RMP and they're using SEO searching for Google. It says how to work from home, making this much an hour. People are going to their videos and every week they've got new, you know, affiliate links that they can provide. Yep. And you're seeing the content. Everybody's very excited that, hey, the, you know, this job's paying $20 an hour. I can work from home. And they're just post, posting these things out and able to make, you know, their commission. I, I thought it was brilliant because yeah, it's that, very quick, you know, very easy. It's like they pay this. This is what's required. Go to this link. And I, and it was catching on. I was like, yeah, that's smart. Well, that, that's honestly, smart. that's one of the things we've talked about in some of our lead trainings. You could take uh, just a few RMPs. That you, mm-hmm. That's all you want to do. Build yep. content just around that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We've talked about it forever. But to see and I don't think we've ever worked with these people, but just to watch their posts like. They're doing it right. Yeah. They're doing it they, smart. They, they're doing it the right way. I love it. Number three, have a constraint, uh, con- excuse me, contrarian take on a popular opinion. Have a contrary. Now, those are dangerous waters. Yeah, be careful with that. You got to be careful. But I do think there's a way to do things tongue in cheek. Sure. I love satire. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, I don't mind being, if I wasn't in this business podcast, because you know my personality. Yeah. I've got all kinds of angles I could probably take on some things if I was doing another channel, doing something else. Uh, Cause I could have, I could have been the voice for Will Smith. This is why Will should have done that and done more. You know, I, I did have, not that I believe that sure, but sure. just to take the opposite side, just to rouse. It, it works. I mean, you know, you think about, it, I did it with my roommate cause I thought it was funny after the Will Smith thing. I was like, okay, okay. Right. You know, bad. Don't smack bad, but, <laughs> but that's the Louis yeah, C.K. But think about but. this. I guarantee no one's going to make any alopecia jokes about Jada anymore. That's all I'm saying. Like not to his face at least. So, you know, problem solved. Yeah. The only problem is good luck getting another comedian come to that. Uh, well, you know, staying employed is pretty tough. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Give and take. Give and take. <laughs> give and take. Number four, host a virtual lunch for your customers. Host a virtual lunch for your customers. Uh, uh, these uh, it's a picture of nachos. <laughs> yeah, here's some nachos. I wished you was here to have them. But there's a great way that you know while people are taking their lunch break to pop in on a Zoom thing and uh, ask them, you know, what what problems uh, are you guys dealing with in this space that we can create some content and training around uh, mm-hmm. to help. I mean, that's always a great way of uh, uh, doing stuff. Swipe popular headlines framework. And uh, there's a there is an art to going out there and seeing how people create a headline. Uh, and there's a fine line. I don't ever want to get into clickbait because how many times have you like saw a video or 
saw something and you click on it and it had nothing to do or it yeah. was so weak and then it just frustrates your audience. So yes. you, you have to be careful with that. Yeah. yeah. But there's a way of being compelling and truthful at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that there is an art to it. There is. There is. One of my favorite YouTube channels is uh, it's a channel called Max Tuning. It's a very small channel. Yeah. Right? It's a smaller channel. Um, he's an entrepreneur, but uh, he always does clickbait. Always. But part of what I love is when you watch it, he literally makes fun of you for clicking it. He's like, you really thought I was... Do you think I'm really going to set my... (laughs) You know, if you're going to do a little bit of clickbait, the way to do it is pretty smart. He's tongue in cheek. He's like, yeah, of course I didn't do that. You should know that by reading this. And it's kind of funny. I am not going to set my shoes on fire. (laughs) He's like, I just set my new car on fire. He's like, why would I do that? That's dumb. That is stupid. Uh, Ask number six. Ask the customer success and sales team. In other words, you know, success stories uh, for us is probably some of our strongest content. For sure. You know, there's one thing for, you know, me to say this is, you know, how I've been able to do things in business and help here and do this. But when you see clients and their success story and other, you know, people and their success story, that really, really sells and it makes for great, great content. And one of the things that we've always told our clients, you know, that we've got clients that come on and and we've got a sales team that we've built over the years. And if a new salesperson comes to TW3 that uh, we've recruited and brought onto our team to help sell our products, goods and services. Uh, one of the things they'll say is, you know, I'm just new. I mean, they're going to ask me, you know, this or that. I was like, you don't tell your story. It's not about you right now. It's about the brand and the products. And you can point to, and we've got a whole inventory over the last 14 years of people and customers Mm -hmm. and clients we've helped in a who's who the list that we've been able to work with. You've got all of that. And you say, it's not about, you're not buying me, you're buying the product. And this is what the product and the service and the training is going to be able to do for you. And so you just pivot. You don't allow them to make it about you know, on your shoulders of whether they're going to be able to rise or fall, mm-hmm. but you put it on the product. And so that's a great way of building content and even selling. Number seven, uh, check the people also ask results. Mm. That's a great one. Yeah, that's a really good one. That one's probably super underutilized, but it's a great way to just figure out, well, if they're in this space, what else are they looking up? And then you can kind of pivot your marketing or your titles or whatever it is, your content based on, you know, if you didn't get great results from maybe uh, one video or one podcast you posted in this field, well, look at that field, look at what else they search for while they're in that field. Maybe there's more people in this other topic that you could also relate to. You're just fishing out of the wrong pond, you know? Right, right. And that's, that's great stuff. Number uh, eight look for pain points in case studies look for pain points in case studies uh Mm. that goes back to uh you know uh i understand certain industries and so every piece of content i try to create is going to be you know how to sell more term life insurance how to sell more whole life insurance how to recruit the right uh sales team how to build you know all of the things that i'm going to because people that come from my background Mm. That's the pain points. Yep. So I'm constantly trying how to get, you know, leads for less than, you know, 10 cents a lead. Yeah. Those things, because, you know, my people, the people that understand, you know, direct sales and direct marketing and all that, they're they're tired of spending twenty five, fifty dollars mm-hmm. per lead. Well, you think about it. What we do is we're a business solution. 
Yes. And so in our market, being able to solve other people's problems is how we stay in business. That's the reason that we're even a thing. Um, and if you're in that similar space where you're a solution for something, maybe it's not business, but anything. Yeah. Maybe you're in the fitness industry. Right. You can speak to, well, I can tell you, don't eat Doritos at 11 p.m. Like, I, that's what I would do. Be like, here was my problem. I kept buying taquitos and I eat the whole box. It's like, but, you know. Turns out you can't do that. You can't keep doing that. <laughs> it's a shame you can't, though. And a little break from this for a second, but uh, the leaderboard at the gym is about to kill me. I'm just going to say. Where are you at? You uh, were seven. Yeah, I'm back up to seven. I lost okay. the top 10 spot because a month it switches over yeah. in the top 10. Yeah. And so every month it starts over and I lost, I wasn't even placing in the top 10. So today I go in and I have a personal record of most calories burned in one setting. I burned 1,789 calories. And a lot. <laughs> I was on that treadmill for an hour and 45 minutes. But I was like, I am getting back in the top 10 or I will die. One or the other. Something's going to, but I am not getting off this thing. And so afterwards, I mean, Reagan, it looked like someone had taken two gallons of water and, and just, just poured, it on poured it all over that treadmill. And uh, <laughs> I went in and told uh, the gym owner, Bert, later, I said, y'all got to take that leaderboard down. It's going to kill me. He goes, that's what it's for. I said, yeah, but I can't handle it. I'm just so freaking competitive. No, you don't understand. I'm competitive. I'll die. <laughs> I'll kill myself and it'll be on your... <laughs> it's death by suicide and it's your fault. <laughs> How long was this workout supposed to be? I'm only supposed to do an hour a day. <laughs> did two hours today. I did nearly two you hours. You ate right. Yeah, I'm crazy. Uh, number nine, check your competitors' paid keywords. Big one, because uh, that's going to help you understand you know, where they're putting their money and where they think the audience is, and you'll be able to pivot from that. Mm. Uh, so, And a lot of times, uh, I have used competitors as my keyword. Mm. You know, because I know, in other words, there's going to be people looking more for John Lee Dumas than they are Terry Wilson. Mm. He's going to be Googled more. So I've used that. I have used uh, other folks that I feel like, and I'm real strategic. Like, for instance, I know my market, and I know a lot of my market is uh, not just Christian, but evangelical Christian, and not, only, not just evangelical, evangelical Christian, but maybe even Southern. And so I know my people and I know if they're looking for management advice, leadership advice, if they're looking at their business, they are that, that's mm -hmm. who they are, right. but they're in the space for looking for, then I know the, the, the thought leaders mm -hmm. in business for those folks. So I am getting keywords that's going to put me in front of people that may not even be looking for me. So you got to think strategically like that because that's i good. know that's that's the people that i want to work with because that's who i am and an alternative title for this entire podcast or you know episode is knowing your market yeah you really think about it that's that's what, what most, we're talking about it's how to learn your market yeah yeah but because if you want to create content that uh is going to be compelling mm -hmm. you got to know your market yeah because i know some of my content you put it in front of the wrong audience they're either going to get offended right they're going to laugh Maybe both. Maybe knows. both. <laughs> and I agree with them. <laughs> and you know what? They're right. And they're right. Uh, number 10, research who your customers compare you to. That's a big one. Um, yeah, that's a really big one because once you know who they're looking at 
elsewhere who they think you are like, you can start to establish what your benefits and the cons are of your business. Um, for us, there's a lot of other CRMs out there. Sure. And so it took us because, the, and we've said it before, but the value is not just in the tools that we provide. Um, you can go to Salesforce, you can go to any of these other companies, yeah. you can get a CRM. The thing that we provide is the training, the support, you know, that step through that, that weekly training, these podcasts right. going through going, you know, what's your name? What's your business? Let's figure out how to work it. These conferences. Right. Um, the reason that we do all of these things as well is because we understand what our competition is and we right. understand how we can, you know, we're a smaller scale. Right. We are. There's things that we can oh, do. We're not Salesforce. They literally can't do it because they're, you know, they're they, not, they're not us. We're taking advantage of our size. Yep. We understand there's pros and cons to being at this size. There's Mm -hmm. pros and cons to being at Salesforce's size. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, Salesforce is going to be able to beat us on the scale side. Yep. But where they can't beat us is on the service side. Yep. And so, and just to break that down, what Reagan's talking about too, there's one thing to technically know how to use a, a certain component like a CRM or a texting system or an email system or all that. There's, that's great. There's another level of this is technically how I use it, but this is how I would use it and apply it for my specific business and, mm-hmm. and give a strategy and build a system around those strategies. Mm. That's where we shine, I believe. I believe, you know, because quite frankly, that's what we're doing. And mm-hmm. so all we're doing is say, here's how we're using it for recruiting talent. Here's how we're using it for generating leads to sell something to. Here's how we're doing it to, you know, manage. Here's how we even use our tools to set up our support system. Mm -hmm. When we have clients that need support from us, how do they get support from us? Through using our tools. Yep. Yep. So it, uh, it's, uh, and that's something that's not, you know, you can see it in bigger businesses too, uh, as a dumb example, but kind of funny. You know, there was a meme for a little bit there where everybody was making chicken sandwiches for some reason. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that they were doing that. Yes. And it's because Chick-fil-A was doing crazy in sales. That's a lot of thing. And everybody a wanted a piece of that action. Everybody wanted to be Chick-fil-A. And so you got Popeyes, you got KFC, all these people. But none of them would be able to scratch it. Mm-mm. And I'll tell you, I think it has a lot to do with the same thing we do. It's about knowing your audience, mm-hmm. knowing your brand. And uh, even though they might have some... Uh, people in it that's incongruent with the overarching brand it was started sure and the brand still overshadows that the brand still does it right the you know? brand still does it right and so uh it's uh, good for them for that uh number 11 recall experiences to document recall experiences and of course we do that all the time i talk about sales experiences i've had mm-hmm. we talk about uh, membership experiences we've had mm-hmm. we talk about conferences that we've had we used to do the uh Lindsay used to read the, the monthly, like it, it, the earning report, I think is what we yeah, had. Income report. We yeah. don't do that anymore just because it, it can be extrapolated yeah. in way too many different ways. And so I just got tired of, yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, we knew what we wanted it to mean, but we could also see how it's like, uh, you know, well, it, it, it goes it's an in optics things. It's an optics thing. And I didn't realize, I didn't appreciate this at the time. But the more and more I got into psychology and really just doing some self-study for the Myers-Briggs, because I had to do the CE stuff to keep my Myers-Briggs mm-hmm. credentials up. And of course, you know, I love Jordan Peterson, so I'm mm-hmm. consuming a ton of stuff of him. And of course, Myers-Briggs is based on Carl Jung's studies, mostly in some of Carl Rogers' stuff. But I'm studying Rogers Jung and some of these other guys. 
and I'm studying some modern people, and there's this one prevailing thought about the way people interpret certain things. And uh, I can say this, I, I can't break it down because this isn't what this podcast is for, but they, they say, if you suffer from depression, get off social media. Mm. All it will do is make you more depressed. It mm. just will. I mean, there case study after case study, the literature on it is just, it's, it's not even refutable at this point. And it's just, it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, if you are depressed, it's a, it's a dopamine ADHD machine that, that makes sense. Well, it's, it's the way a depressed mind interprets information is the way it's working. And mm. one of the problems is, is the way you perceive uh, good news mm. in people. Cause what is social media? Hey, we're at vacation or, Hey, we're doing this. We're having a, t-. you know, a lot of people, it's a front, but or it might not even be a front. Like when I post things on social media, I'm not posting a how I just stumped my toe and, you know, I've got this pain. I mean, mm, I see what you're saying. I, I'm not some people. It's not that I'm trying to be insincere, sure. but I don't use social media to air out my grievances sure. or my pains or what. It doesn't mean I don't have it. You've got a wife, pastor and counselor for that. Like, there's, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. All I'm doing is celebrating life. I'm here's here's some things I'm doing. Here's some things I'm enjoying. And the wrong mindset interprets that as, well, they're doing all and then what's wrong with me because they don't see but about half my life they don't see the other half or they don't see the other half of other people's life now there's some people invert that all they post is the drama which a depressed mind consumes it yeah life is hard life sucks this is why life's Mm -hmm. unfair and then when they see all the good news and i'm never gonna make it it never a depressed mindset cannot interpret good news or bad news in a healthy way Mm -hmm. get off social media and that was part of the problem when we were starting to do these income reports. For 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 the healthy mindset, that should be inspiring. Right. That should be if Terry can good, do it, and God, he can't hardly speak, he can't spell, he can't do. That, the message is, if I can do it, anybody can, and that should be the message yeah. everybody took from. But I'm telling you, it was a, just a small percentage of people. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to other Pat Flynn. I've talked to other people that have done. And if you'll notice, they all sort of now John Lee Dumas still does it, but he's got a different system and a different mindset on some things than I do. And it's fine. It's not a right or wrong. It's just different. So uh, you go to his site up there in the top right hand corner. He's always, but I just decided it ain't worth the fight. Well, we think about it this way. When we posted things like that, we also know part of our story is the foreclosure, the business bankruptcy, uh, moving States to find jobs like real world struggle, real world garbage you were dealing with. And so to be able to come around and at the end go, this is what I'm using. This is what I'm doing. I will show you how to do every single thing. This is where I started. Yeah. This is what I'm making now. Doing this, and I will show you how I'm doing it. You know. But the problem is people don't see the context. And not everybody sees that context. And that's not even on them sometimes. Well, know? no, because we don't go through that every stinking show. Exactly. And so you have to understand the brand, the story behind the brand, and all of that yeah. to really get that. But that was one of the reasons. But, you know, we just talking about recalling experiences. That's one of the things that we sort of pulled back from our content. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 12 find highly shared content in your industry you know it stands to reason if people in your industry is sharing a certain type of content a certain type of story then you need to put your own spin on it and Mm -hmm. you need to be able like for instance an example reagan uh found this website that showed what all of the political leaders in our our government was investing their money in Every one of them, the top traded stock 
by congressmen and senators. And what was it? A CRM, mm. a particular CRM company. So that told us that uh, a lot of people was sharing that information. Mm -hmm. It sort of told us the value of what we offer because uh, they see and and apparently by their own investment are projecting a future that is going to have people more and more working remotely. Mm -hmm. So it stands to reason we're in the right place at the right time doing the right things. So had nothing to do with us. They weren't talking about TW3, but we took that content Mm. That's being shared in our industry and news, and we repurposed it for our own. And a little bit of a teaser for maybe something that'll be a later training, but part of one of the highest search uh, results right now on Google is work from home jobs. Yes. You know, people want to work from home. What do we do? Show people how to work from home. That'll probably be something we use, but there's always content out there that you can borrow, you know, obtain for for the industry you're in. Absolutely. Uh, Number 13 uh, find your competitor's top-ranking content. Find your competitor's top-ranking content. Uh, here again, if you know what other people in your industry is doing, you can also uh, do the well. If your competitors care about SEO, they probably already have content that's ranking on Google and getting lots of organic traffic. These pages are often sources of great content ideas. Here's how to find your competitor's top performing content. Go to Site Explorer. And Site Explorer is A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash site dash explorer. And let me give you that website one more time. A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash site dash explorer. And when you go there, you're going to be able to go to the top of the page and see what your competitor's top ranking content is. Now, boy, isn't that a little bit of a... That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool stuff there so that you can sort of see, okay, what is, you know, people that are in this online space, what are they doing and what's uh, getting uh, information and traffic? And I'll I'll go ahead and put it out. You know what's the number one search on my site? What? It's all mindset stuff. Really? It is very little, (laughs) which tells you business owners... Yeah. It all starts with the way you think. Yeah. No, that's, you know, that's we, true. We spend so much time with the mechanical stuff, which we have to and which you need to. But our top ranking stuff is our take and our, our information and our value that we're bringing toward leadership development, management, personal development. One of my biggest search uh, as far as people coming to my site is how to set healthy boundaries. I did a blog and a content creation, 10 ways to set healthy boundaries. Another one was... Uh, how to negotiate instead of manipulate. Mm. It was another one. It's about communicating, getting people compelled to do something without being manipulative. Mm. But those two are my top ranking to this day, and that's content's five, six years old, mm. which I think is crazy. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Use content idea generators. If you're feeling really lucky, blog idea generators can also help you get started. <laughs> For example, HubSpot has a free blog idea generator. And if you want to check out HubSpot's, uh, just don't buy HubSpot stuff, buy it from TW3, but they've got a great blog. So it's not if you're feeling lucky, it's if you're feeling stuck. Oh, if you're feeling just stuck. different. I probably, did I say that? Yeah, I can't read. <laughs> no, it's funny because I also read it lucky, like just passing through. But. Yeah, yeah. But go to HubSpot.com slash blog dash topic dash generator. And it will give you some ways to, uh, you know, some ideas on that. 
List pain points your business solves. That is huge. We're always talking about how to have leads on demand, how to have hot leads calling you right then and there, how to recruit on autopilot, all of those things. What are those? Those are pain points that our business solves. Yeah, if you're a solution of any kind, um, that's a huge one, which I don't want to get you know, too much more in detail because I feel like this is what we talk about all the time. But yeah, yeah like we hit that nail pretty hard, which is we'll fix this stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, we can fix this real quick. Yeah. 16 and last, update existing content. While most of us are focused on creating new content consistently, sometimes the best results come from updating content you already have. And I have done that multiple times and it does work. Uh, we use this strategy to have doubled our traffic and some, according to this author, to maximize your return on investment from content updating, uh, content updating, prioritize updating posts that previously performed well and have recently lost most of the traffic, which uh, I'm actually in the process of going back and getting some of the stuff where I interviewed Bill Champlin. Mm-hmm. I interviewed Tristan Bowden. I've interviewed some of these high profile and I'm actually going to mesh them together and put together, you know, one, one solid piece of content on business lessons. I learned mindset lessons. I learned from speaking to members of Chicago, members of this group, members of that group. So that should be fun. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's are 16 ways we just zipped through. I hope everyone got some value. It's a great show, I think, Reagan. Yeah, I hope so. I know we're both tripping over our words today, which kind of... Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's just a lot of stuff going on. And uh, hey, we're content creators as well. So uh, a dirty little secret, this outline, we didn't even create. Mm-mm. We went to a blog and said, hey, these are some great ideas. Yep. Yep. So if you're out there and you're just like, I don't know how to write content. Well, you just saw someone who yeah. did not write content. What did we do? We just put our own spin on it. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, you know, part of what this whole thing was is looking at it and going, oh, or do we do this? And being able to read the list and be like, oh, we're, I'm glad to know we're doing, you know, most of these. We're doing most of these and here's how we're doing them. Yeah. But that's the thing. All we needed was a seed mm-hmm. to, to, to sort of germinate a little bit. And then all of a sudden, boom, we've got content and we're bringing value to our audience. And we we're not there going, Hey, will you buy from us? Will you do? Yeah. We're trying to put value. So I think at the end of the day, all your content should be value focused. Mm-hmm. How can I pour value into an audience I'm trying to build or an audience I have? Yeah. And then hopefully through that process, people will either uh, become attracted to you and your brand or, the opposite. <laughs> the opposite and be repelled and save both of you time. Yep. You know, yep. but one or the other and uh and then maybe a through a good relationship good business can be established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, one more time, the reminder on those dates here is April the 30th. We're going to be in Orlando, Florida. So make sure you get down there. That's going to be down there in High Life headquarters with Miller Time himself. May 18th, we're back home in Spartanburg, South Carolina. We've got uh, over at the Marriott in downtown Spot Sparkle City. We're going to be there. June 11th, we're out there uh, in Astro Country, and but we'll be chopping like Braves just to remind them who beat them in the World Series, Greenbacks. Who beat you? World no, okay. June 11th, we'll be out there with Greenbacks in Houston, Texas. So make sure you get over there and get your tickets for that. September 13th, we're in San Antonio, Texas. Remember, the Alamo will be with Miss Spelling Bee. And uh, we might even go out with the wives on that one. Oh, that'd be cool. 
Yeah, we'll very cool. bring Gina and Alicia, and we'll do the river walk and just hang out with Peyton and Lori and just have a good time there in San Antonio and can't wait to meet uh, their team out there and the people that they're servicing uh, with their tools. She's got uh, people from her uh, former days of uh, helping them with their online marketing and their yellow page marketing and all that other stuff and she'll be able to show them through this conference and, and all of these guys how business owners can go to the next level with your retail restaurant direct sales it doesn't matter the name of the game is servicing the people you have and bringing more people in the fold and that's what the tw3 system does and if they want to go and check those dates uh, they can go to terrible3.com slash five for one conference yep. um i believe we have some more we've got more people that are still interested so there probably will be more dates that we're announcing yes in the we coming weeks. last uh, last wednesday yep. we had several say hey i want to do one in pittsburgh uh, we are talking about doing Atlanta sometime either in July or August and yeah. then Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania sometime in one of those two months. And uh, we're looking at uh, California and Cleveland as well. So, very, very cool. So that's real cool. So, well, guys, we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to our show today. If you have any questions or would like to speak with us about your goals, then please call or text us at 864-507-9696. Reach out to us online at terrywilson3.com. 